Coast to Coast, George Norrie with you. And speaking of welcome back, welcome back, Dr. Jerome Corsi. He's been working away at the latest book called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming and Climate Change, Exposing Climate Lies in the Age of Disinformation. Jerry Corsi, of course, is currently the founder and CEO of CorsiNation.com. He has a new website out called DrJeromeCorsi.com, which is tied into this latest work, which is linked up at CoastToCoastAM.com. He has worked as a senior staff reporter for WND.com, and for more than 25 years, Dr. Corsi worked in banking and finance, establishing investment programs for banks in the United States. He has worked at universities, has conducted research on federally funded grants, in 1981 published Terrorism as a Desperate Game, lots going on, and he has been a staple of Coast to Coast for many, many years. He's got 25 books out now, Jerry. That's right, George. It's great to be back with you, George. Thank you very much. I've been spending the day, because I got it yesterday, your book, and it is well, well done. My God, the research that you had to do for this is incredible. Well, George, I've been working on this book for a year, and actually it's my third book on energy, as you know. Uh, we featured, in fact, on Coast to Coast AM, the, my first book, Black Gold Stranglehold, in 2005. Mm -hmm. And that's when I first said that uh, hydrocarbon fuels are not fossil fuels. They're abiotic. They were made from plants or plankton or any living t tissue and abundant. And I got into a huge fight with the peak oil group that said we were going to run out of oil. Of course, they folded their tent and they're gone. Uh, they, especially after President Trump managed to get the United States back into a leading position in production of oil, coal, natural gas, and a exporter. So I think, George, this is a book, if the left tries to ignore this book, which they probably will, uh, the left will lose the climate debate with the public because the, the science and the politics that are being advanced on this Green New Deal agenda uh, are not legitimate science. And I think we can discuss that at length tonight. We have talked over the years, Jerry, with a number of guests on this program about the climate, about climate change. And I, I've always believed that there's no question the planet's going through some metamorphosis here. Things are changing, but it's cyclical. These things happen on the planet. The sun heats up. All kinds of things happen like that. You know, and I think a lot of these climate change folks are confusing pollution with fossil fuels and things like that. Don't you? Well, I, I think, George, you're exactly right. I mean, first of all, the idea is this is a stable planet, that it doesn't have change in climate, is uh, ridiculous. The Earth is 4.6 billion years old. We've gone through cyclical ice ages, uh, likely forever, and they're related more to the path of the Earth around the Sun, which I discussed, these Milankovitch cycles. The Earth's orbit is elliptical, and when it gets to be at its most egg-shaped form, uh, it's farthest from the sun, and we get an ice age. It has nothing to do with high, you know, carbon dioxide or burning hydrocarbon fuels. And that's the kind of geological time and massive earth, earth changes that we've gone through that people just can't get their minds around. Uh, I'm sure we're in earth changes right now, but that it's caused by carbon dioxide is uh, almost ridiculous proposition. Why are the two camps, those for, those against man-made climate change? so opposed why can't they get together and both agree the planet's changing how do we take care of it and get away from the craziness about 
you know, human beings are causing everything. Well, the underlying agenda here politically, George, is to eliminate uh, capitalism and to say we are burning hydrocarbon fuels, which is the engine of capitalism. This is producing carbon dioxide, which is going to you know, make the earth unlivably hot. And so, therefore, we need to go to a, a more primitive standard of living. And uh, that's been the argument since the end of World War II with the Malthusians. You know, remember Paul Ehrlich, who wrote the population bomb, said there's too many people. We use all the resources of the earth. This is just the next form of that argument. And it is a ideological argument. It's almost like a secular religion. It is really not founded in science. Educate a lot of us, uh, Jerry, as we go through this interview with you tonight for the next couple hours. The Green New Deal movement. Tell, tell us what that is and who's behind it. Well, the Green New Deal movement, in fact, this legislation that was just passed by Congress this week, which is aiming to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by some 40% by 2030 or 2050, uh, these kinds of standards are are anti-industrial, they're anti-human activity, they're anti-people. And, you know, when you look at the Malthusians going back to Paul Ehrlich and the others, John Holdren, another, it was uh, signs are for Obama, they are premised on the fact that we have too many people in the world. Now, of course, John Holdren thought there were too many people besides him. He didn't have any intention of eliminating himself. And uh, Paul Ehrlich was actually a studied butterflies. That was his academic specialty. I don't recall he ever wrote anything that said there were too many butterflies. These are anti-people agendas, and they've gotten hijacked by this neo-Marxism, which says now with critical race theory, it's not enough to destroy capitalism. We've got to end racism. We've got to end gender identity. We've got to quit talking about what is a woman. We've got to do all kinds of things that basically the average American are going to seem uh, ridiculous. Jerry, let's talk a little bit about these various syndromes that are out there. Wind, solar power, they're pushing that. Government subsidies behind that? There's going to be a, a billions of dollars in this new bill. Uh, and the uh, Biden administration is determined to go back to what the Obama administration tried, which is putting billions of dollars in government subsidies behind wind and solar power. And we're going to get the same result the Obama administration did. We're going to get the Solyndra syndrome. If you recall, George, the Solyndra was one of the major investments in this wind, solar, renewable energy phase fad, and it went bankrupt. I list in the book a whole chapter on all the bankruptcies from the Obama heir trying to make by government subsidies wind and solar work. Uh, these technologies, you can put a solar panel on your house and get some electricity, but you can't power a major metropolitan area with wind or solar. It just, it just doesn't work. The technologies aren't strong enough. What is it that got you to write the truth? Well, George, I've been at this topic for a long time, and the, uh, I'm a political scientist, but I have you know, deep background in the science, which most people are not aware of, and it, it just offends me. It is uh, amazing to me how uneducated the American public are through the universities and schools on basic climate knowledge or even basic science so that these kind of myths can be perpetrated and not taken seriously. I mean, fossil fuel is classic. You know, when 
when human beings or plankton or organic material or bacteria die, it decomposes. Uh, it doesn't turn into oil. We bury people because they're decomposing and they stink. You don't dig people up after they're buried and they're turning into oil. You know, the Bible says dust into dust, not dust into oil. It would violate the second law of thermodynamics, which is, you know, non-living things. The energy is going to dissipate. And um, I show very clearly in the book, I read a whole chapter on these Fischer-Tropsch equations where the German scientists in the 20s figured out how to synthesize oil. And those are the formulas that describe how the Earth naturally makes oil on a natural, on an ongoing basis, hydrocarbons, in the engine of the mantle of the Earth. And uh, the equations, as I lay them out in the book, are very clear and easy to understand. And there's proof now that the Earth does create abiotic uh, hydrocarbons in the mantle of the Earth. Well, Dr. Jerome Corsi, his new website is drjeromecorsi.com, linked up at coasttocoastam.com, and he uses doctor as dr, jeromecorsi.com, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Jerry, the Russians have scientific evidence that the sun, as I've always believed, is a major driving force behind the Earth's temperature change. That's a critical point, George. That's, I think, fundamental to the entire book, is that uh, the major force for heat energy for the you know is the sun i read a whole chapter it's often news to this radical left you know green new deal crowd but you know sun heats earth and go outside the, the that big yellow thing orange thing in the sky is not a tree ornament that's the sun and without the sun we don't have light we don't have heat it is the major force and i point out the russian scientists george as you know they went and studied the sunspot records back into the 1617 to 1717 period. We had the Morander Minimum, which was a, uh, a period of time when the Earth was cold because the sun was dormant. Very, very few sunspots. And the Russian scientists know that the sun heats the Earth and is the major factor. The sun is not, doesn't burn constantly. And cycle 24 of the sun, which we just came out of, I believe, or going to cycle 25. Cycle 24 was it clearly appeared to be a minimum, and I think cycle 25 is starting out to be a minimum. Now, the Earth is in an interglacial warming period. We're headed towards an ice age. It may not be in for another 25,000 years, but I believe we're headed there. And it'll happen. We're going to take calls next hour with Dr. Jerome Corsi, and we'll be back in a moment uh, as we continue chatting with him about his new work, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change. The Coast Women.